0: We spend a lot of our lives looking towards the next big thing. What's the next milestone? Our next big move? I know for me, that's often a show. I mean, not this one. We kind of started this project on an impulse because, well, you know why. But most of the projects that we work on, they take months to become fully realized. The same is true for musicians. Even in this 24-7, content-all-the-time world that we live in today, being an artist, a musician, it takes time. There's no news cycle to hitch your songs to. They're ready when they're ready. And let's say your next big work is ready, but the world isn't. I think the industry as a
1: whole is going to take a hit, but again, My job as an artist is to provide that escape and to make the best of a situation as I can.
0: From Neon Hum Media, this is Telescope. I'm your host, Jonathan Hirsch. And Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, for the foreseeable future, we're going to bring you stories of people who are far away, up close, and how each of us are learning to live through this pandemic. Grayson Chance is a songwriter and musician. He's 22, and he's living in Oklahoma City right now, where he grew up.
1: I always tell people, yeah, I live in a, the middle of a field, and I have a little brick house, and I walk 20 miles to the grocery store, and I have a horse, and that's, that's what we do in Oklahoma. And
0: he's really good at making fun of people like me, who have never been to Oklahoma City.
1: And most of the people in California go, yeah, totally, great, great. In reality, there are buildings here and people and sidewalks and streets, and yeah, it's a, it's a real
0: place. Even though Grayson is only 22 years old, this is his 10th year making music. I signed my first record deal when I was 12 years old, so at this
1: point, I feel my back hurts, I'm incredibly jaded, and I feel like a grandpa most days. He can't remember a time in his life when he wasn't singing. It was sort of like a party trick that my parents used to pull all the time of when they would have our family over. It was like, hey, you know, sing a few things or or do this and that. And I did a lot of music in church. And I also remember just, you know, loving the piano, loving the instrument, wanting to know more about it, wanting to learn it. But I never really thought about a career in music and never really aspired for
0: that. That all changed back in 2010, when Grayson performed at his school's talent show. And I did a rendition of Lady Gaga's paparazzi. The video of his performance went viral on YouTube. And when I say viral, I mean viral. Like 65 million views kind of viral.
1: And at the time, you know, YouTube was definitely around, it was prevalent, but... I don't think the general culture had really
0: seen anything
1: super viral related to music happen yet. It
0: was life-changing. He appeared on the Ellen DeGeneres show.
2: Okay, so Grayson, first of all, I think it was, uh, it was yesterday uh, I saw your video. and She
1: uh, was trying to start, start an imprint absolutely. under Interscope Records, and I was her first signee uh, there. We flew got, out, and now I'm here, and it's just I'm still taking it, and it's just amazing. Yeah, so. it's pretty, uh
0: It's the kind of story that gives kids all over the country hope. You can be a 10-year-old living in Oklahoma, singing for your parents' friends, one day perform at your school talent show, go viral, and end up getting a record deal and appearing on national TV. It truly makes you believe that anything is possible. But for Grayson, it was exhausting. The labels wanted him to fit into a box, and he was tired of pumping out pop hits and having so little creative control over his work. I had taken um, some time off when I was 18. In a way,
1: I actually like kind of retired. I told myself I didn't want to do music anymore. He was living what a lot of people would call a normal life. I ended up going to school. I was studying archeology span at the time, and I had no desire to really be in the industry, and it just felt like a chapter that was done previously.
0: But stepping away from the spotlight almost had the opposite effect. While he was in college, Grayson started to write music again, started working on a new record. The break allowed him to tap into who he really was creatively. This
1: album just kind of came out of me, you know, I was just writing a lot and and I was feeling such a new enthusiasm for music and so I put that record out in March of 2019 and didn't really have a huge expectation of what was going to happen. And it led to us doing 122 shows by the end of the tour around that album. And at the same time, I was also working on a new record.
0: His fans were elated
1: to have him back. I've been doing this for so long now. And the majority of my fans, or at least kind of the core group, have been with me through those 10 years. So it's different in the fact of, you know, you could have somebody who's like, oh, I've been listening to this artist for 10 years But my fans are able to say, I've been growing up with this person for 10 years. They were seeing me on stage when I was 14. They were 14 too out in the crowd.
0: And now Grayson and his fans are living through this global pandemic together.
1: In January and February, I was just working endlessly day in, day out, sort of doing what I do. And all of a sudden the world just kind of collapsed around me. And it has been a very interesting and difficult transition. Seeing the impact of You know, this thing is not isolated, right? It's across the world. And sometimes there is a bit of a weight that I feel when I get online and I'm, you know, seeing things of the hardships that my fans are going through in Indonesia. And then I, you know, might see some fans in Italy and and XYZ. and, And then you kind of start to recognize, wow, this is really, really across the world.
0: Grayson came out in 2017. And since then, he's used his voice and his music to support queer communities around the world. The best, I think, example
1: of a community truly sticking together has been the LGBTQ plus community through this, has been the queer community. This is already a community that's very digitally savvy and,
0: and, you know, already very connected. Whatever your background, it's important to have a community. And online communities and support networks can help, especially if you feel marginalized in any way. It's important to find people who you can come together with, especially in times of isolation
1: leave it up to the gays to stay connected. They are always going to be that. In Oklahoma City, what I've seen in particular is, you know, this is a place that is truly sort of a liberal bubble in a very conservative state, right? And what I've been seeing amongst the, you know, sort of queer community here, and just from the general community of Oklahoma City is just people reaching out, people really wanting to know how everybody's doing in this time. And so I've, I've been very proud of my city and, and just trying to contribute to it um, as much as possible.
0: And one of the ways he's contributing is by continuing to make music. My job as an artist is to give people a
1: sense of escape. When they come to my show for an hour and a half, my purpose is to let them escape their life for that time period to not think about their stresses, their worries, the bills they have to pay, all these things. It's to just escape into the music.
0: The sense of escape is even more important for people now. But Grayson's latest tour, like most tours, was canceled.
1: I love being on stage. It would be like if you're a barista and you love making lattes, and then everybody just told you, hey, you can't make lattes anymore. You're just pissed off a bit sometimes, you know? So it's been a very, as I'm sure everybody can relate to, it's been a very up and down process.
0: Grayson was, like so many of us at first, discouraged. This was supposed to be one of the most exciting moments of his career.
1: And so coming into the year, I was feeling very in stride. I was feeling the most confident i felt as a musician potentially ever. And I knew that I was going to need to finish up an album here in the next few months. We had a tour planned for Europe that was supposed to start in March. And then it was going to take us also to Southeast Asia for some dates in May.
0: He felt like all the momentum he'd built was deflating. But he didn't want to let his fans down. He didn't want to deprive them of that escape. So he kept making music. In fact, he just released a new video last week. It's called Honeysuckle, and it's about his seasonal depression.
1: Come on, come on, come on, come on, sing. I'm a heat junkie. I love the summer. I'm, I'm not a person that enjoys the cold at all and I was in London and it was just cold. It was miserably cold. And so I was thinking about the ways in which my personality shifts between the winter and the summer. And, you know, the honeysuckle is sort of a metaphor of something growing, something dying, and coming back to life.
0: That totally comes through in this video. Grayson is on the back of a handsome man's motorcycle, riding on deserted roads. Speckled sunlight is coming through the trees. At one point, he's riding a white horse. He goes swimming in a lake, fully clothed. It's the kind of carefree adventure we're all craving right now. But it wasn't a relaxing production process. Grayson shot the video after the world had already gone into lockdown.
1: We knew that to be able to do it safely, I think four people was the, the max. That's what we were going to do. And the odds were super against us, but we, we got creative and we really utilized Oklahoma and the resources here, called a lot of friends, made some things happen. And that day of shooting, I was so exhausted at the end of it because on top of performing and, and doing everything, I was also lugging around gear. I was making sure that, you know, we had food for those four people. That I mean, there was just so much going
0: on. Everyone told Grayson it wasn't a good idea.
1: You're not going to be able to make a video that you like. It's the wrong time to be pushing records. Let's put a pause on it. And I said, fuck that. The fans need music. People need it right now. So God damn it, yeah, I'm going to get a camera with three people and we're going to go out to a fucking ranch in Oklahoma and we're going to make a music video and we're going to give them that escape.
0: Sometimes the moment demands that we think about more than the bottom line. That's kind of how we felt, to be honest, when we started this show. Our world was in crisis. And I don't mean that hypothetically, literally our world. Usually it takes months, years for a show to come together, but we knew it had value. Anything that connects people and makes us all feel a little less alone is valuable right now. And the challenges that come with making a music video or working on a new album in quarantine can also help you come up with creative workarounds.
1: Here's your box, here's the situation, what can we do with it? Now that we're not touring, um, it's given me so much time to really focus in on my new album, and in many ways, to get back to my roots of how I felt when I was in college writing my previous record which was I didn't give a fuck, I didn't care what anybody was telling me. I was just writing from my heart. And in many ways, I'm a bit blessed right now to be in lockdown because I'm finding myself getting back to those roots of, you know, really listening to the records that feel so good to me. I'm like, okay, these are the ones that are on the album and this is the concept, this is the idea. So in that way, it's been positive.
0: Grayson is writing, releasing music, and finishing up an album while he's on lockdown. But he's also taking time just to be and to do the small things that make him happy.
1: So I'm in Oklahoma right now, um, you know, which is has always sort of been my home base. And we've been fortunate enough kind of now springtime moving into summer um, when it's been safe and allowed to do it in the city. I've been just running and working out a ton outside. I love spending time in nature, but also too, like I've been lazy in the in the best way possible. Whether that's reading, whether that's, you know, smoking weed and eating cereal and watching your favorite TV show. Like, we deserve those moments in this
0: time right now, right? He's excited to get back to a life where he can tour and connect with fans and friends face to face. But he doesn't expect the world to be the same after this crisis.
1: What I am extremely worried about, though, is there is so many parts of the music industry that, you know, go sort of untalked about. And I'm talking about production crews. I'm talking about the touring industry, engineers, um, you know, instrument players, vocalists, all of these things um, that are going to need a lot of economic support right now. I think our entire world looks a lot different after this is all over. And I feel like in so many ways, this pandemic has been a big splash of cold water to the face of... We really need to get ourselves together. We need to have our priorities better aligned. And this has been a
0: a huge test and, and we haven't been doing so well. It's up to us to find a way forward. Through art, through music, through reaching out to people who need support.
1: I think this is the best time to Get on that FaceTime call with your friend that you haven't talked to in a year or two. Or reach out to that person that you've always felt like you wanted to tell them something, but you haven't had the ability to. And this is the time to be talking to your parents and to your family. We're going to get through this together.
0: Through every change and season, we grow and die and come back to life. Like the Honeysuckle and Grayson's song. So let's ride it out. We're going to get through this together. Thank you so much to Grayson for sharing your story with us. You can find a link to Grayson's work in the show notes of this episode. Every week we receive emails, messages on Twitter, Facebook comments from listeners, telling us what your lives are like and what you're going through. And at the end of every episode, we're going to share some of them. We recently got a voice memo from Sarah Ramey, who lives in Washington, D.C., Like many of us, she's in quarantine. But for Sarah, the isolation is pretty normal. She has a variety of chronic illnesses that have kept her homebound long before this crisis.
2: Everything that everyone else is experiencing right now, being locked in your house, Uh, feeling incredible economic insecurity or losing your job altogether, being worried that the government isn't doing nearly enough to study the problem or to have the appropriate testing for your problems. These are all the experiences that people like us uh, experience all the time. And so for us, watching everyone descend into really the hell that is Being isolated and being stuck in your home all the time has been a really wild experience to see everybody else say, Whoa, this is bad. (laughs) And so I do hope that people, when they go back, will have uh, greater empathy for people who have invisible illnesses or chronic illnesses.
0: Thanks, Sarah, for sharing your story. She has an incredible book that we'll link to in the show notes of this episode. You can share your story with us by sending a voice memo to pitches at neonhum.com. Telescope is made possible by the world-class team of producers, editors, and engineers that make up Neon Hum Media. John Asante is the managing producer of Telescope. Today's episode was produced by Haley Fager. Our editors are Vikram Patel, Captain St. Louis, and Odelia Rubin. Our engineer is Scott Somerville. Thanks to Matt McGinley for our theme music and to Blue Dot Sessions for additional tracks you hear on this episode. We want to stay connected with you during this unprecedented time in our history. So please don't be shy. Share your stories with us. Our DMs are always open. Email us your story. We're also interested in hearing what life in isolation sounds like to you. We welcome your voice memo messages. You can email us at pitches at neonhum.com. You can also join our Facebook group by searching for telescope. If you like this show, please remember to rate and review on iTunes. I'm Jonathan Hirsch. Enjoy your weekend. Listen to a music video, jump into a river, or just enjoy whatever it is that you enjoy. We'll see you on Monday. Does anyone want to hear that song again? I can't get it out of my head.
1: Honey high in the tree you let the world live under you like you're some good royalty. No one can touch you when you're reckless in the summer that heat. You let him wander, but you never let him sink in his teeth. No one can touch you when you...